Hey listeners, before we get into the show, just a real quick plug. One thing that you can do that would really help us out is go onto your podcast player, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you have, and give us a review. Even just giving the stars would be great, but if you want to leave more of a comment, we read all of those. We really do appreciate it, and it's a great way to just communicate with us. And if we get a lot of fun ones on there, we'll bring it up on the show. If you want to support us further, you can go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild and give a financial donation to us. That is a monthly sort of subscription that gets you ad-free episodes and a bunch of bonus content. If you just go to patreon.com slash of the wild, it has it all explained there. But that's all. Again, we'd really appreciate it if you go and give us a review. It does a lot to get us out to more people that way. And it's just a really nice feeling to hear from you all. Anyways, let's start the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Milk Bar. That's right. This is that weird place in, uh, what is it, Clocktown, where no one goes to except for that one lady at the very end. And she's like, I, I don't actually don't remember any of that game. I'm sorry. Hi. You just need an exclusive membership. That's all. It's just. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, we have to like, save card. people for that. You don't need an exclusive membership for this. Welcome. Hey, this is our little side series where we invite guests in uh, sometimes or we all hang out and share little stories while we, you know, drink milk off the, what is it? Is it tap? Do you have like nitro milk, Jeremy? Is that what you're drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Megaton Mule right now, which is, uh, it's agave, lime, ginger beer, and milk. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that what makes it megaton or is it does it give you radiation? It's the it's the like the hammer. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got it. I, I was listening to a Fallout podcast today. My bad. <laughs> hey, uh who else is joining us on the other bar stool? Hi, I'm Joshua from Zelda Universe. <laughs> hey, welcome back. It's good to see you again and talk to you. How have you been? Oh, I'm doing great. There's How- a new Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> How bad could it be unless it's um, one of the DS ones? Uh, hey. They're going to bring the DS back just to give <laughs> us another DS game. <laughs> oh, no. Well, there was an update recently to the 3DS hardware, but that's just to ruin everyone's good time. So, um, <laughs> Joshua, how has the game been treating you? Um, are you enjoying yourself? Um, and I don't know, maybe for a little bit for, for personal reference for us, how far are you? Uh, how do you measure your, how far you are in this game? I don't know. What, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> I have about, so I do love the game. The game is great, mm. right? Um, it has uh, surprised me at how big it is. <laughs> uh, I, uh, have about 70 hours played. Okay. Oh, it yeah. feels like I have accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually finished 
we'll just say two of the major objectives. Okay. Uh, okay. And yeah. uh, and cool. seen a lot of cutscenes. That's cool. And know a lot of things that the average person probably doesn't know yet. <laughs> About this time, uh, for me in the first game, I was like, uh, so I'm still naked. Because I, I don't feel like I've gotten to the main game yet. Like, I still feel like I'm in the early game and I'm about at, like, 60 hours. So, yeah. I still feel like I don't know everything that, that I need to know. And I'm not putting clothes on till I do. No, I mean, I had to specifically go out of my way and say, tonight, I'm going to go do a main quest thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I spent, like, 30 hours wandering around Central Hyrule. Looking not for cherry anywhere. trees. <laughs> I haven't even done that. <laughs> I know it's a thing, but I haven't done it. It's helpful. It's helpful. If I see one, I just I I I tag a heart on it, and then I'm good for a while. I'll come back when I need to. A lot of that. A lot of me being distracted and just tagging random things as I <laughs> don't do anything at all. Um, I spent the weekend on story stuff, and tonight I'm going to go back to being distracted. Yeah. Uh, Brian, did, I- did you check your clock? Because we're we're as we're recording this, we're like over ten days since the game is launched now. So. I'm at sixty. See, I'm only at thirty hours. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, I I don't. Mm, I swear I didn't leave my switch on for this. I was trying to be, usually <laughs> usually if I like if I need to get up, I just leave whatever video game I'm playing just on. So my hour <laughs> counts are not to be trusted. But I was trying this time. I did have like five days off in a row, so there is that. I was kind of keeping track on my own before the Switch would tell me, and I had estimated Mm -hmm. 55 hours, and then the next day the Switch told me, and it said 60 hours or more, Mm. (laughs) and that was before I had played any yesterday, so I'm guessing I'm at about 70. Someone in our Discord was like, no, I can see how much you have if you go to trending. Here. Here, let me let me send you a friend request. Tell me how many I have. That's still it's still such a weird system, right? Like, yeah, it, it's cool that they still do it. It's odd that they round them up by like fives after you get past. I think like ten hours, right? I think it just mm-hmm. starts doing it by fives, um, and that's strange. I don't get it. And and then we had an issue with our um, Nintendo Switch subscription family plan or whatever and i was like no no the main person is supposed to be this person or it's supposed to be under we were trying to get rid of someone or something but uh it it like that double charged us and in the process it like wiped all of my hour counts for everything for like the previous four years so the only reason i know how much breath of the wild hours i have is because i knew I knew exactly how many hours I had. Um, uh, hey, so Joshua, what uh, is your fighting style or the way that you engage in combat? Has that changed drastically in the new game? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from uh, like uh, getting the horns off of enemies is really useful. Right, so like mm-hmm. I'm finding myself more likely to go out of my way to fight things, mm-hmm. uh, just because I agreed. Like I, weapon durability never bothered me tons, but you, but it would still be like, uh, well, do I really want to waste all my weapons right now just to fight a Boca Blink Camp to get an Opal out of a chest and not feel like I really got anything out of it? Um, <laughs> right. 
And so you would kind of still save stuff, even if you weren't really worried about it. Uh, now it's sort of like I'm more eager to just go fight stuff for fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's fun to just stick stuff on arrows and see what happens. Uh, which And now that it feels like arrows are way more plentiful, so I feel like I can mm-hmm. do that now. Uh, where before I would stand up on a cliffside and just throw bombs down at things to avoid you know, wasting weapons. Now yeah. it's like I just start lobbing arrows with all sorts of various fruits and such on them just to see what happens. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I'm having a lot of fun actually engaging with combat more. Yeah, I I was I find that too. I I found that like I I'm still pretty sneaky, but um it it's a lot of wiping out the camp and then and then like leaving one or two guys alive and and then dealing with them with like a spear or something, which is just out of character for me. Uh but Jeremy, how you doing? It's yeah, that's exactly it. I've been really big on spears. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I think it's I, Josh, I've said multiple times in this season already, this is the funniest game I've ever played. (laughs) And even just the spears are funny to me because you'll have this monster coming at, at, running at you, just like, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm just like, from 50 feet away, just going, jab, 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 jab. And then it's dead. And I'm just like, yeah, keep away from me. Yeah, I tell you. You can make it funnier by putting mushrooms on your spears. Mm. And often the enemies will have mushrooms on theirs to funny back at you. I haven't hit someone haven't with a bouncy that. club yet. Yeah, it it, it do... makes it bouncy. Like, it knocks you back more. It knocks okay. me back more or knocks them back more? Depends on who has the spear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say I had the spear. They bounce away? Yeah, it bounces enemies away. Uh, kind of like using a Deku Leaf, although that wind effect still exists as its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. With, with, um, with some of the items I put on my, my weapons, they, like, They'll fall off after one use, so the bouncy mushroom just stays on there. I wouldn't. I don't know if it's one use. Like they, it does wear off and it breaks off quickly yeah. as like a, okay. a consumable attachment. <laughs> I'd say that's just a thing. You just just bounce them away and then shoot them with arrows till they get close and bounce them away again. Ah, it's so much fun. I I I'm engaging in way you know. Ugh. I'm I'm beating the crap out of way more things. It's great. Um, they've they found a way to get even scared me, scared early game me like into the fight. Cause yeah, they like why not just even if they're red bokoblins, I'm st- I've still got arrowheads basically out of that. So right, and like I I really like taking the monster horns of various sizes and shapes and sticking them on the one-handed swords especially. Mm-hmm. But you know. When you just put two sticks together, it looks like someone duct taped them together. But when you put a Bokoblin horn or a Lizofo horn on your little stick, it turns into like a really cool dagger. Yeah. Um, um, and then you're like, well, what happens if I put the fire Lizofo horn on here and now I have a little fire dagger? And uh, so I've had fun just experimenting with that. And I, it doesn't feel wasteful because even if I don't like the weapon in the end, I got to just see a cool weapon in my inventory. Mm hmm. I'm like, I could, you could either destroy it or just break it on someone's face. You know, it, it doesn't matter, really. So as far as gear is concerned, I think I just... I, th- I had someone else yell at me, uh, telling me that there's more good stuff in Lanayru, and so I want to go find my hat. I still haven't found my bandana, and I'm very upset about it. But uh, what, are you, what are you wearing these days? Uh, so I actually haven't found tons of armor yet. Um, mm. Like a lot of it seems to all just be hidden in caves, and I have found a <laughs> few. Um, 
Uh, I had a friend tell me to go back to a cave I had already been in, because I had definitely missed something cool, and they were right. Uh, but uh, most of the time, I've just got Hylian trousers and uh, the Bout Barbarian chest piece, which is one of the few ones that I've found out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tend to just wear the uh, snow quill hat for a a simple hat that gives me cold resist <laughs> at all times. Um, no matter the so, altitude. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like covering his hair with a hood or a hat, which is weird for Link because he's always had a hat traditionally, mm-hmm. but I like him without a hat. So uh, as much as I can get away without that. But I don't have very many headpieces. I have the hood and I've got the mm-hmm. snow quill hat. So yeah, that's the one hat I have. Um, um, I think I got. A, I have a helmet now, though. So. Oh, you know what? I have a helmet also. Now that I thought about that, I have the. I have the soldier helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a fun afternoon. Um, yeah, uh, Jeremy, what what do you got going on over there? I don't. I don't believe we've spoken about gear in a little while. No, well, because currently we just wrapped up the northwest area, yeah. so it's very cold there, and uh, so I. I have to wear some kind of cold resistant thing for the most part. Um, what I've been doing is I know Brian, I know you don't have to wear the clothes. I know I'm aware. Um, it's not how I'm playing. Um, I don't like the timer. I I don't like to. Yeah. Cause out of nowhere, suddenly the frost is going to hit. And well, also I'm playing on pro mode, so it doesn't show a clock. Oh, right. Right. So I'll just be doing stuff. No, I mean, I I love it. I love pro mode. Um, and like, it's, I love getting lost and this just makes it so much easier for me to get lost. Um, even though I'm half, half the time for Brian still somehow. Uh, but, um, no, like, so I have that, but yeah, I have the barbarian armor. I have found a lot of armor because I've been spending a lot of time in the depths. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that, um, Josh, I had said before, one of my favorite things about Breath of the Wild is the cartography of it. And this has that as well, even in the depths where really I'm just scanning. I'm looking at these maps and I'm like, there's some shapes here that look like there could be something. And I go there and it, then a thing comes up and it says like, this is so-and-so mine. And now I know when I see mine, there's a treasure chest in there and it's going to have an outfit and so or an outfit piece so i make a point to to look for all of those in the region that we're exploring so i do have a lot of gear i just can't use it right now because i still got to stay warm <laughs> so as soon as we <laughs> as soon as we decide to finally really move out of there i do have a divine beast helm that i'm ready to rock um, yeah there's there's some cool stuff in there i i have found some some zonai gear that I'm I'm interested in seeing like how the whole thing looks, you know. I could put it all on, right? But it's really you got to wear it, you got to move with it, you got to see how it feels, you got to walk around in it, right? right. You got to really wear it out. You got to um, see how the how the skirt moves, mm-hmm. how it flows. So I'm still waiting to see that. But right now, yeah, I've got I've got two of the the let's see what do we have here the uh, snow quill trousers and the snow quill headdress with barbarian chest piece because yeah, yeah. I got to balance it out oh it's so cold but I'm still gonna have bare chest <laughs> that's here. exactly what I did except I never bought the snow quill trousers I just used the ones from the start zone that had cold mm-hmm. resist mm-hmm. these um, ones have uh, I believe it's one more defense on it though no yeah it does it has one more or defense it? on it yeah. yeah so there was that yeah. I just played hard. Okay, it's okay. 
Uh, I'm a little surprised <laughs> to hear about the depths having armor. I haven't found anything. Uh, I found yeah, mines. Yeah, I've been to the, mines. Yeah, the chests just had like the crystallized charges in them. I have found some of those too. I guess I shouldn't say every single one has it. Some have the charges, but yes, there are some. There's armor in there too. It was like tw- there was like twenty crystalline charges in one. I felt like a god. <laughs> That's a cool. I found board. two of those in like ten minutes apart last night. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, being down in the depths is is a lot of fun. I don't want to talk about it too much since uh, episode three will be uh, out by the time everyone hears this but um what is what, what would you say if you, if you had any hot tips for the people out there um joshua like what's what's your what's your favorite exploit at least at the moment or or something i don't know don't underestimate recall yes mm-hmm. uh like very early on i felt really really smart um uh, I think we've probably already established here. Like, you don't get the paraglider immediately, right? You mm-hmm. have to. You, I wandered around well, for two or three hours without it. Yeah, um, I got to a shrine <laughs> that I think was supposed to require it. You know, the official way was supposed to require it. I did it without <laughs> it, using recall mm-hmm. to make my own Super Mario moving platforms out of stuff. Ooh, right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, and yeah, with that, is that the one with the fans? Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, nice. And so. Just remembering that recall is not just for making gears go backwards. <laughs> it's it's not just for things that already exist in the world. Like you can pick up anything you want, move it around arbitrarily all through the air, and then hit recall on it. And like this, I like the Super Mario comparison. It's like you can literally make a thing, make them move however you want, uh, and then start using them to jump across them. Yeah. Uh, or to just give yourself a lift if you don't have enough stamina to get up the mountain. Get a piece of wood and give yourself a little bit of a boost first. Uh, or pull something out of your pocket if you have the Zonai capsule, the little wing thing. Just lift it up and down again. Uh, uh, I've also used that to keep vehicles with me for a very long time. If you build a car <laughs> and it tumbles down the mountain, just use recall and get it back up the mountain <laughs> And grab it, and you know you can do that. Recall seems to have almost no range. It's just if yeah. it's on the screen, it works. Yes. So it doesn't matter how far down the mountain it is, as long as down the mountain doesn't mean it's on the surface and you're in the sky. That won't work. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, just don't underestimate recall. That's I I think a lot of people see it and it's like oh, that's just not it's not doesn't inspire me. It's not that special. Yeah. It's not important. Um, I'm going to go build a mech or whatever, but <laughs> but don't forget recall. It's very cool. Um, no, that is, that is very true. I, uh, I saw, so two things with the recall that I saw that blew my mind is someone made sort of this dangerous, I think they just like took um, like a spike, little spike wall thing that they have, attach it to a thing and then use the movement around and just moved it all different places and rotated it. Then a big enemy came by and they did recall and it's just started spinning around and hitting them and doing damage to them. <laughs> I also saw someone throw like a rock really far down on a hill near a Korok. They then attached that rock to the Korok, did recall, and it launched the Korok hey, all the way up the mountain. That's pretty cool. That's good. Like, that's literally what I was doing with vehicles. I was making little cars and driving them around the depths, 
and then I would tumble down a mountain, or I needed to get back up a mountain, and I couldn't drive up it, I'd have to throw the car up the mountain with my hand, let it fall, <laughs> climb the mountain, and then hit recall to get it back up. But, yeah, it's the same thing. That, you do that with the Koroks, just to solve puzzles. Or to torture them, either way. No! <laughs> I don't like the Korok torture! Just don't think of it as torture. I don't really like it either, but I accept it is happening, and the tools have enabled it. <laughs> the worst thing I've done is stuck their face to a board, okay? It's fine. I haven't actually like put 12 of them around a wheel and driven around for 12 oh, hours. Oh no, I haven't done anything like that. I saw one early on that I needed to get over a river. I stuck it to a wing and then put a rocket on the wing. Uh, and I was going to ride it across the river nicely, but it was the first rocket I'd ever used, and I did not realize how fast it was going to go. And the wing was angled ever so slightly down toward the river, and we just went straight into the river. <laughs> um, oh, man. You got to be careful with those rockets. You should just put the, the Korok on the rocket, and yes. then you're good. That right? feels more like you're, torture. That's safe. <laughs> Let's, I mean, well, drowning kind of sucks, though. It does. <laughs> it was accidental drowning, though. If you're still working towards getting them what they're asking you to do, it's not mm. torture. It's when you go out of the way and are like, I'm going to crucify you and I'm going to take you around the town and show everybody. That's torture. Hear ye, hear ye. He tried to steal a rupee from me. Shame. <laughs> I showed him. Um... I don't know, Jeremy. You got anything? Uh, you know, we're we're taking our time with it. So as we're recording this, we did just get done with the first temple, which, mwah, chef's kiss, so cool. Um, I haven't necessarily learned too many more things outside of you know, spend some time in those caves because you never know what you're going to find in those, and getting the gear is good. Um. Also, like the I, I I have gone out of my way to do a lot of exploring and really push the boundaries of reaching some islands that I thought were impossible, but really it's just especially if you're doing the Rito thing, go all the way up to the top of there, fill yourself up with stamina food, and then just glide out. It's gonna take you a while, but you're gonna reach <laughs> some islands that maybe you weren't that you know would be a little bit harder to do otherwise. And mm -hmm. I found some really good loot there. So okay, um, do that for sure. I'm like, not. I haven't hung out in the air very much. I'm more likely to be underground or on ground. I, I think I've. I think I only went up for that skydiving mini game. That's the only other thing I've done up up in the sky. Where where should I be looking? There's some very neat things on the islands, even though they seem kind of small. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes I I've I've still not done tons of islands, um, but uh, every time I do decide, I'm going to try and get to that group of islands. It seems like a really small set of islands, and then I end up spending an hour there just wandering yeah. around, mm -hmm. you know, solving one puzzle. Or, And then I'm like, how do I get to the next island? Because they've given you a bunch of stuff to just build a way to get to the next nearest island. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's been more substantial than I expected. Um, I have done, uh, like you said, I go up to the Rito dungeon, and that's a very good launching point um, to get anywhere else. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to spoil things about the dungeon if they're in an episode. But there are things around the dungeon that let you get even more height mm -hmm. uh, yes. to go up more. Uh, it was very, very helpful. I flew a very long way 
launching from that point. <laughs> yes. uh, Brian, look in the Tabantha. Tab, Tabantha? Is that how you pronounce it? Tabantha. Uh, Tabantha region. Tabantha. Uh, there are a cluster of islands on like the bottom left corner of that there. There are two shrines up there as well. So there's okay. two shrines. One has a really cool puzzle to get up in there. It's not like super complicated, but it's different than anything that we've had in Breath of the Wild. And so I was kind of surprised. I was like, of course. there. I mean, we have physics galore in this game. This is another sort of physics thing that we haven't done yet, but that's awesome that this stuff is in here in there too. Yeah, any, okay. any shrines on Sky Islands are just good. Even if you don't do the shrine, you're not into it right now, just activate it. It gives you a teleport point oh, yeah. you can launch from because mm-hmm. then you just get up high instantly to get mm-hmm. anywhere. I'm I'm more likely to go up to the sky to just dive back down than to actually right, exactly. get onto an island. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's what I'll I'll focus on this evening. I kept doing that for the longest time at the beginning. I kept going back to the Great Sky Island and jumping off mm-hmm. of it. Just yeah. to be like, this is how I'm going to explore. Admittedly, there's probably some things that I missed on the ground that once you get closer, it becomes, becomes a little more eye-catching. You know, they the these games are designed in a way that they're like, any point on the map you're standing at, they want to give you something that you're going to be like, I want to go in that direction. So if I'm doing everything from the sky, deciding what I'm doing from there, there's th- going to be things I miss on the ground. But that's just more game to play. That just means I'm going to spend a bunch of time on the ground now, and I'm going to yeah. go run around on a horse or something or some supercar. Mm. Still, I actually I had to leave Butts. Spot. Okay, so so I was here's my one story I got. I was uh, riding Butt Spots, and I stopped in like a dilapidated village or something because there was just mushrooms and and crap on the ground and i was running around grabbing it all and then i heard the 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 boss bacoblin theme um yeah he had he and like seven dudes had walked into town and were accosting my horse and i'm just like where did you guys come from i didn't see any of you anywhere on the horizon when i stopped to like get some hylian herb or whatever so yeah, that was fun. Uh, I had to fight all of them, and I mean, or usually I would have run away, but no, I want I want all your stuff. I like your stuff, guys. <laughs> I need you to die. I, I will say one other tip that I have: muddle buds. Yes, use those muddle buds. Toss them Best on the friends. biggest guy, just and then step back and then just walk Best away. Best <laughs> friend, muddle buds. Yeah the the status effects from items have been way more useful than I expected. I didn't expect mm-hmm. confusing to be interesting. I didn't expect the smoke screen to actually be that helpful. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I've used the puff shrooms and then sneak striked like the whole Bokoblin camp. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. When I'm low on metal buds, I'll be like, oh, wait, I have puff shrooms. Yay. <laughs> oh, I should have used it on that Lionel that killed me. Oh, I got to go kill him now. Yeah, really upset about that. Really upset that I I took an L to a blue Lionel. There's no excuse for that. So, um, yeah. Well, um, I think the bartender's trying to kick us out, but uh, I don't know. I thought um, you were the bartender. I, no, I, I'm so I, confused I'm, about this RP right now. I'm drinking the milk. I'm sitting here. <laughs> Telma's behind the bar. I don't know who the bartender is in Majora's Mask. It's your game. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, before he makes us leave, uh, Joshua, what are you up to these days? What, what, what can, what do you have to tell the people about? 
Oh, well, I mean, I'm spending most of my time writing guides for Zelda Universe right now. We got new stuff going up every day, pretty much. Uh, yeah, So I bet. Uh, in fact, I wrote a guide for the dungeon you did <laughs> the day after I did it, about a week ago. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, ZeldaUniverse.net. Highly a bless you. Everything I'm spending my time on lately. I know yes. I got I got other websites that you know about, but they're a little bit neglected at the moment. <laughs> ah, well, you know. <laughs> Only because there's a new Zelda game. Yeah. Yeah. Life's crazy. <laughs> uh, Jeremy. Hi. What do we have to plug? I mean, Chat of the Wild. Uh, I'll, I'll reiterate, if you're listening to this and you have not uh, given us a review on any of your podcaster programs, we would really appreciate that. That is uh, really helpful for us. And you don't have to pay anything for it, too. That's just a free thing. So do that. Really nice. It'll be great. Also, we have a panel to plug, right? Sure. I guess we can kind of say here I'm still working on it, but we're going to we, be. Do we know what time, though? We no. We still don't even know what time. Okay. We'll we'll say some more times later, but uh, or whenever it is. But we're going to be, per, I guess, performing at Zelda Creator Con. Hooray! That'll be going on between June 9th and 11th. Uh, we'll be doing something between the 10th and 11th. It's, it's, I don't know if I want to announce exactly what it is yet because no, I'm still no, working no. on it. But it's different than what we normally do. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And also there's going to be some audience participation. So if you want to join in on that, look for it. And I guess uh, we'll try to get a link in here as well so you can get some more information about Zelda Creator yeah. Con. I'm also doing a, uh, another panel the week before that at GDQ. That will not be anywhere you can watch it live, but there will be a VOD um, on YouTube that we can link to to see. So, yeah, yeah we will be... Uh, Need for Speed Running, my podcast, is doing a, a, a co-panel with uh, Dear PB, uh, that podcast. So two speedrun podcasts in one place. I guess the the, sh the panel right before ours is going to be a Price is Right game, uh, and and I, I'm I'm guessing it's like used video games, and you gotta like guess how oh. much they, dude. <laughs> I I kind of want to go, like I kind of oh. want to go sit in and like see if I can get in on that, cause mm, mm, that sounds like fun. Um, but anyway, we have been Chat of the Wild. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Get out there and drink all the milk. Someone take my keys.